Hey, what's going on? I am Ramsey. So what? And this is the A-Side B-Side podcast, a brand of podcast by what's the moment.net. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time to press play. Um, this is episode 307, my exclusive interview with Sean Crisis. Uh, this episode should have been come out, but uh, we recorded this top of the year. Um, you know, things happen, life happens, but uh, here it is. We're out. Um, me and him talk about um, his music. We talk about colorful conversations, planning events, being an educator, just juggling this thing we call life. Um, don't come for I don't me. Don't This open? Go ahead. Do your thing. That's Absolutely. it. I can't say what it is because they don't sponsor the podcast. But it's red wine. Yeah, it's, it's good <laughs> stuff too. Um, so if you listen, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll pitch something. That's for you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, thank, thank you. you. You brought it over. I, I got some prosecco in, um, in the fridge, chilling. If you want some of that okay, too. That's it. You about to turn all the way up. But uh, yeah, I should probably introduce myself. Uh, I am Ramsey. Said what? This is the A Side B Side podcast, a branded podcast by What's the Moment Net. Um, as always, thank you guys for taking the time to listen, press play, rate, subscribe, review, all that stuff. I should say in the beginning of podcasts. But um, a very special guest. Uh, this is like a long time coming. We should mm-hmm. do this mad long ago, but it's mm-hmm. fine. You're here now. Uh, I'm actually going to let you introduce yourself. Oh, man. Thank you so much. Yes, this has been a, a very long time coming. You know how people will always say, like, oh, we're going to link up and just never yeah. link up? And yeah. Finally, <laughs> finally get to link up. But we be busy, though. Like, we're not just, like, doing nothing. We just ain't doing nothing. Yeah. But, um, God. Oh, 
Government-wise, my name is Sean Lawson Jr. Artistly-wise, I am Sean Crisis, the sharpest thing since ISIS. Um, I've been going through this phase of like shedding off of like ego and exactly who I am, and like, mm-hmm. am am I more than just Sean Crisis? Like, and am I am I just Sean? And like the multifacetedness mm-hmm. of Sean. I feel that. But yeah, Sean Lawson, uh, Sean Crisis, uh, art, hip hop artist, poet, a um, true Renaissance man for sure, educator business thrift owner friend brother part-time lover brother (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, probably one of the best intros i've ever had on this show i swear to god it was (laughs) but uh thank you for coming man um yeah so you you do a lot uh so you're an educator so um what um what age group uh grade level do you do you educate so i've been doing education in a sense probably since my cane years okay i got first introduced to um like just service with youth mm-hmm. when i was around 2015 i was on this for this group called uh Rotorac, which okay. is kind of service-based oriented and we went into boys and girls club a union and we i helped Kind of like facilitate the path pathways to manhood, mm-hmm. pathways to manhood program. First working with like just middle school students. Yeah, and I think that kick started. I think just continuously working just with youth. So it was from there to the um, Dr. Marion Bowden Center in Newark, where I was a poetry mm-hmm. instructor with like Nelly and Shelly. We did some really great uh, nice. like activities. Yeah, and I was it was a great time period. Um, worked at the Eagle Academy doing some volunteering of like high school students out in Staten Island. Um, And just in the mix, I've always just been like running different workshops and now, right now I am a global speaker for a nonprofit organization called the Diversity Org Mm -hmm. and which basically pairs low income minority students with multi-billion dollar companies like JP Morgan Chase, Verizon, all of them other, Nickelodeon, all of them other like multi, just yeah, all these companies and one work, work workshops on assertive skills for women, career exposure, panel wow. code switching, um, financial health and literacy. So yeah. I, I facilitate those workshops. So that's, it's just like that's every, really dope, man. So middle school and high school. Yeah, you're doing God's work, man. Thank like, you, straight man. Straight up, man. That's that's dope as hell, man. So like. How do you find the time to also rap, to also spit, to also do poetry, to also you throw shows? Um, <laughs> you know, what are you not doing? And then, like, you you have this thrift company, which is yeah. dope. I can't believe I haven't bought anything from you yet, but we'll get there. I imagine. yes, absolutely. Um, at a certain point, I did not have time to do it all. <laughs> like, I did not, or a yeah. lot of things were like. I want to say sacrifice, but a lot of things was just kind of like pushed off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm coming back into a season where I'm like recognizing the importance of like keeping at least my pencil alive and mm-hmm. my pen alive. Um, but on the regular, like it would be like from like 8.30 to like, basically from eight to eight, I would be doing other, basically doing like work-based things, whether it's actual work that is I was doing, whether I was like running a uh, college readiness program at one point. Um, now I work at Rutgers, uh, overlooking like a residence hall. But 
I was doing that and then just having that time frame from like eight to eight basically be like, okay, this is work time. And then I would randomly sometimes let myself or allow myself the creativity to kind of like happen afterwards. Mm. But there was always, um, up until recently, there was always this aspect of like, ah, oh, this shit is a task. Yeah. I don't feel like writing right now. I'd rather just chill and cook and clean and eat and be. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's 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 been a it's it's definitely been a juggle. Yeah. Cuz uh like as far as like finding the the energy and creativity to write. Like I mean, I'm not writing in the same manner that you are, but I don't even have that anymore. That's that's why we're on a podcast now at this point actually. <laughs> but but um nah, I'm joking, but I'm also serious. That's that's insane, man. Do you feel like your your creativity is being like put at risk by the oh, other things you're doing? Not at risk. I know that might be a risk. No, nah, that's a crazy no, nah, I really like that term. because uh, it makes me think like, yeah. Yes, I feel like it does in certain points. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I put so much I guess mental energy into being like, yo, I want to make sure like I'm not broke and I'm just like yeah. <laughs> and just and doing what it. I got to do. And um, at a certain for like the last like year, that that is what took like precedence of it all, yeah. of like just making sure that I'm like somehow stable inside of some career, and yeah. whether it's applying for jobs, whether it's resume revamping, networking with people, yeah. LinkedIn, whatever it may be that in like the last year i feel like i haven't written like that much yeah like, i mean when was the um your last project you dropped that in 2020 that was or 2021 that was 2021 yeah that was 2021 it's two years ago this is the first episode of this year um uh, we were just talking hey happy new year yeah happy new year <laughs> um it's also like <laughs> my christmas tree still up we was talking about that all year, so, so <laughs> For those of you listening, you have a good idea when we're recording. But, um, yeah, man. So, uh, you dropped your last project, twenty twenty one. Um, it's twenty twenty three now. Do you have any idea of doing something? Because, like, you do concept projects. Yeah. With with like visual assistants that are that's like very very accurate to the music. I feel yeah. like a lot of people like paint narratives in a video different than like the song theme but yeah you found a way to kind of like make sure they put that all together yeah Yeah. so like uh a project on the horizon this year i mean it's early it's still january i'm so great i'm so happy that it is early because if this was like september i'm like nah um (laughs) okay so so nothing (laughs) in the first quarter of the year is accountability (laughs) coming yeah um it's something that i have been just flirting with Mm -hmm. but understanding what 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 is this gift that I want to give to myself? Like, yeah. what is this album that I that I want to do give? Because I feel, I feel like the only f- project that I've given to myself was my first was my first yeah. album, uh, Table for One, which was yeah. just all about the dreams and ideologies of a social isolate. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like now I'm coming into the space of being more honest and being more vulnerable with myself and me mm-hmm. taking this journey. I want to be able to reflect that and have this just really be like an audio journal for mm-hmm. myself. I'm um, in re me also exploring my Puerto Rican side because I mm-hmm. feel like I've been so heavily concentrated in just like the black side of me that yeah. I 
lost touch or that I just got distanced away from my Puerto Rican side. So I think that is where this year is like leaning into and Mm -hmm. will be reflected inside of the music as well as the poetry as well too. Do you you have family over there? Yes, I have my abuela and mi tia that are both kind of like out there Mm -hmm. right now and then everyone else is scattered all over the United States. That's that's dope, man. Yeah. Um, So definitely not a first quarter drop, but you know. Mm -mm. No, definitely not a first quarter job. I think I'm like coming back into a space of like writing and getting comfortable with like Mm -hmm. writing every day. And like I've been pairing my photography with my poetry Mm -hmm. and just call it like photo tree, whatever it may be. be. But um, just that's been kind of like prompting me. It's Mm -hmm. almost like how we we had picture prompts like in fifth grade where you had to write about the picture. (laughs) So it's like me taking that same idea and just Mm -hmm. getting back into like formulating words and sentences and ideas and how do I just take this and just run with it rather than trying to be so perfect or trying to have it be oh, I got to put 17 entendres in these next two lines <laughs> yeah. like okay um having more just fun with it okay um do you feel and um all right so when I asked you like do you still have family over there uh mm-hmm. the first people you said were your grandmother and your aunt mm-hmm. a lot of your music is like a like about women and like for women almost yeah and I thought that was intriguing because uh you were also saying like hey like uh like these are audio journals like you're writing to yourself too yeah how do you that's you definitely have to have come from a matriarchal family for sure oh man um i would say that me growing up in a household where it's predominantly like women it Mm -hmm. was my my mom and my two sisters yeah um and that was like yeah, I don't know. Like, think about it. Like, yes, and I think I just—I don't want to say I took on like feminine ways, but understood like the woman a little bit differently mm-hmm. to see how things can affect a woman, whether it be relationship-wise, domestic-wise, um, just societal-wise. I think I was able to see that. Yeah, and I think that women has have always played like a strong focal point in my life because I feel like yeah. women are like really gifts from God. And yeah. like they have like the greatest wisdom, and things sometimes be so clear to them, and yeah. I and I, I latch on to that 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 clarity because yeah. I'm, I'm I live in the gray area, damn near twenty four seven. So being able to just to listen to women mm. and being able to just learn from them, I think is what like allows me to like just talk about my relationship with 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 women. Yeah, yeah. Not that, and it shows in the music. It really does. Um, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll, we'll uh, break down the music. Yeah. All right. Yo, yo, this is Joe College. Head over to SipXSav.com and lace yourself. Stop playing with it. It's more than apparel. It's a lifestyle. This is Mike Brown, president of East One Teach One Incorporated. We're a 501c nonprofit mentoring program for boys ages 9 to 17. We have both group and one-on-one mentoring. For more information, go to eachoneteachone.org or send an email to contact at eachoneteachone.org. Hey guys, this is Gabby, chief editor and founder of JDo Magazine. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JDo Mag. That's at J D O E M A G. We're available in digital and print. This magazine's for artists, rappers, singers, designers, athletes, entrepreneurs, 
anybody who's consistently working on their craft, their passion, their talent, who wants to showcase their talent on another level. If you're interested in being featured or placing an ad, shoot us an email or send us a DM and let us know what you do. Jado Magazine is the go-to place for entertainment and networking. That's Jado Magazine, your passion, your style, your vision, your platform. Uh, we're back. This is Sean Crisis interview. Yes, um, yes. Talked a little bit about like influences from women, especially those first two projects. Uh, one was like a, a she loot or interlude. So it was, there was Table for One, there was Hang On. A she cursor is what I was trying and to say. And there was a she cursor. There was yeah. nice to meet you, which was like mm-hmm. the she cursor. And then there was she that, that, that followed up with that. She's one of my favorite ones. Do yeah. you like go back and listen to your old stuff? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, is it like a critical kind of situation or like you, uh, no, it was I a day where you woke up and you wanted to hear yourself? Uh, low key. Yes. I think that is, I think that is the case. There's like certain days where I'd be like, I want to listen to nobody. I just want to listen to myself. And yeah, just like and like really like sing along with like my own self. And I think I've got over the point of like the 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 engineering, some of the engineering because I, I engineered like besides one project, I engineered every other project wow. it is that I had. So like I get past yeah. like the like the little nuances. I'm just like, oh God, I wish I could read uh-huh. read back and do that. But yeah, nah, I, I it's it's certain songs that like I I like to revisit and have fun while mm-hmm. like working out or like just be randomly in the house that's dope because that's not me with this podcast like <laughs> after it's edited maybe some promo couple more edits i didn't yeah. did on the side i don't listen to this joint now i listen to it the day it comes out yeah and then i don't i don't listen ever again <laughs> never again unless like i'm interviewing somebody that i've interviewed before so i'm making sure i'm not asking the same questions i feel that i respect that but Besides that, I do not come back to this podcast <laughs> at all. So thank you all for listening. Yes. Absolutely. Couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so it's not like a grueling process going back and listening to your own. So, I mean, you know, that I guess that's got to be like the one of those things about being an artist. Mm-hmm. Like you, maybe you're not doing it right if you're not who you want to listen to yeah. from time to time at least. Yeah. Like without it sounding like arrogant or, you know, but yeah, because I think like I sometimes think like, do I want to listen to this? There's like certain like there's certain songs where I'd be like, I don't want to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the songs that I usually even skip for myself. But then those are also songs that I find out somebody actually does like. So mm-hmm. I think it's just all perspective of the air and what people kind of like gravitate towards. Yeah. But like there's there's always pinpoint songs where I think that like even motivate myself. Like I used to. There was a certain point when I was like losing like mad weight. I was like three nineteen at my heaviest. Wow! And, yeah. I would have never guessed that. I, I was, mean, I've seen you in the gym going hard, man. Yeah, at my this is like twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. I was like three nineteen at my heaviest. Wow! And every day or every other day, I would always run five miles at Workout World. Wow! And there would be like towards the end of the towards the end of the of the of the run, where I'm like, yeah, I don't got it. I would immediately start singing the first track off of my first project reservations mm. and i'm like yo i can't quit on myself i can't not stop running so i have to like keep running wow that's <laughs> fire yo that's a beautiful story yo yeah that was my that was my thing wow so like um i mean you talked about like the songs other people like uh, yeah. what what do you think or what has been like what you've received from 
from like the people that listen to your music what do you what do you think they would what do you think their favorites are uh from the last one i would say follow me mm-hmm. just because it was like upbeat and it was fun and it was of the trendy current sound that is mm-hmm. that's going on touchdown with karma because she absolutely slayed that entire track um and it's more vibey it's more like it's more just for it's more for the women yeah. more so but it's a really great vibe um i would think i guess hallelujah believe it or not really yeah can i can i can i, can I make a confession yeah go ahead. i don't like hallelujah <laughs> really I loved writing it, and I, it was so beautiful. But I think after hearing it so many points, yeah. and like, like either engineering or singing it up to the video, yeah. and then doing the video for it, and yeah, then like, but even then, like you, you drew a treatment for a video, yes. and executed. Kim drew the treatment. Okay. Chemistry. She drew that entire thing. Yeah. I said, "Yo, church." <laughs> she was like, yeah. "I got you." <laughs> she kept wow. going. She what went. is it dope, man? Yeah. You guys went off on that. She, I got to get her on this podcast too. She would be an amazing person to be on here, but yeah, nah. That I guess there's, I, I have to not listen to it for a while in order for me, in order for it to mm-hmm. still have the same weight that it that it that it had the moment it is that I that I stopped writing it. Okay. So, so it's like I have to like I have to like randomly hear it. Like I don't go searching for Hallelujah. It just has to be like, all right, I'm gonna let this rock mm-hmm. out, and I'm and I'm here for it. So like on the DSPs that I'm asking from. Uh, uh, managers to an artist perspective mm-hmm. on the DSPs damn I forgot what I was about to ask that is crazy was it about the tracks I know we were talking um, about like favorite tracks DSPs favorite oh, what, okay. what did the people now say? I remember it's um, what I wanted to ask was like when you listen to your music um, like your algorithm what have you found like to be the related artists that they suggest after after your song is, is off oh I don't. I I only have Apple Music, so mm-hmm. I've never seen what happens afterward. Okay. And like, and it would yeah, just kind of like just be me. Yeah. I so know that. you know that like infinity symbol on there. Like, yeah. if you're on Apple Music, if you click that, it'll like start a track radio after the last track you played. Really. Yeah. So it'll uh it'll kind of like and it's like it's partially influenced by what's in your library too, but okay, it's related to like whatever the last thing you played is. So like. Uh, when you get the chance, check that out. I just said, I said, can you do it? Because I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, no. I yeah, yeah. I think it, it, it may, because I don't, I don't know if it'll go off of you or go off of me. Uh, no, if it goes off of, you know what? It, I think it also I feel like who. I feel like who came, even though I don't listen to Omen, I feel like Omen came up after me from yeah. like Dreamville. Yeah. He has a track, uh, he has a mixtape called uh, Elephant Eyes. It's fire. Elephant Eyes. Okay, I never listened to Omen like that. So, oh yeah, you got your set. Uh, you see that like infinity symbol? Oh, I didn't. I never knew what yeah, the hell that yeah. was. I'd have just played the song forever. Yeah, no, it'll. Um, if you're not set to repeat, it'll start like a, a radio station off of that. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see where what it goes into. It goes from Hallelujah, and then it goes into. I should have repeated. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It goes into Mr. Jackpot, whoever the hell that is, and then there's Maxine Ashley, and then there's I've never heard any of these people. Okay, I was wondering if it would like group you with like people you've done features with or something. That'd like be that. cool. Yeah, I know Title does that, but I don't know. I don't know if anybody else does that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just been thinking from like a like algorithmic. Yeah. 
standpoint lately about music and shit like that. But just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I gonna ask? Um, okay, so this is like off topic, kind of a left turn, but Let's go. it's a question I found myself asking a lot of people lately. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you say, like, you know how people say, oh, like, who's your biggest influence? Mm-hmm. And I think that's cliche and played. Yeah. If you had musical parents, like, who would be your musical parents be My in terms parents. of, like, the music you make, the music you grew up on, like... Oh, the music like I Like, what up. two people have you as the kid? Fonte and DMX. Okay. <laughs> nah, that's, that's dope. I would say I would say Fonte and DMX, um, with a little bit of like Lupe and Joe Budden, maybe somewhere there was a, yeah. there there was an entanglement <laughs> somewhere in there. <laughs> Yo, no, but that's dope. I, I fuck with Fonte heavily, um, and DMX. Why DMX? He was my brown sugar moment. Okay. He was. There was a certain point. I know that that there was a certain point where. I just came home from school and like my dad was just randomly and like just in the living room with like a white beater on his like white beater and his red shorts that was like his like cartoon character <laughs> outfit and this man was just I came home from school I dropped my book bag out on the couch and this man is just like rapping at me like mad hard and aggressive <laughs> <laughs> like yo what is happening with, yeah. with, a, with a jewel sweet in his mouth I'm like what is happening yeah. and like he was rapping get at me dog and like there was a point where he was like, protective of Viper, stand back. And I think there was something energy wise that kind of like crazy. Kamahamiha yeah. me, like hit me like right here. And I was just like, yo, oh my God, I love this so much. <laughs> you don't want a real nigga rapping because you feel that shit. Because you feel that shit. <laughs> and that shit was transferred for real. Yeah, and that's I think, funny. And I've just always appreciated this, like, the honesty and vulnerability like even going back to like his his and he would just talk about like a lot of struggles and shit that he was going through even yeah. though i really couldn't relate with some of the stuff i i appreciated the passion yeah. that was inside of it mm-hmm. um and i think that's what transferred me over to being such like a joe budden like fanatic as yeah. like i was joe budden is dope too man like i feel like i haven't listened to as much joe budden as i should have oh, God, I but like i mean I, I listened to the loose quarters and mm-hmm. Yeah, not just like the latest stuff, but yeah. yeah that guy was sad, man. <laughs> that guy was sad. <laughs> and he was just angry, upset, but there was this like dopeness that's inside yeah. of it because it's just like, yo, you are really making emo music. Like this is yeah. heavy. Like, how do you write like? I wish I could get my comeback. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I wish I could get my comeback from Baby Mother because I don't fuck with her that much. Like, that's a crazy line. It's <laughs> a put it or wax. It's like, it's actually crazy. So, like, but I think there was this such this vulnerability and yeah. like this non care that I think that he always carried. Even I think he carries to this day. Just and just what his mannerisms is that he just was just okay with just really being as raw as possible yeah i wonder how that affects like the women in his life like i mean i don't know his love life but i i i, I listen to his love life <laughs> yeah, facts. so you do so we all know, what so we know a little bit um yeah so there, there's yeah. that <laughs> nah like so uh so is that a thing you've had to tackle in your music like like writing about the women in your life and like that that is what she was about 
Yeah. She she says everything was about just multiple different women. Mm-hmm. Like there was like women where they it absolutely took the forefront of mm-hmm. like the track. Like a love story was uh, about one of my yeah. um was about my one uh partner and how me and her met. Mm-hmm. Um and then another track was about a woman that I was like deeply infatuated with and just yeah. couldn't shake off of me. And then at the last track of it all the t- the she says everything is called patterns that talked about everyone and mm. what my pattern was with each and every one of these women and what was the infatuation and what was the downfall of of just me just being so enamored and taken just by women in general yeah it's heavy yeah no it was it's heavy as shit i don't ever return that track like i feel like <laughs> i i, I, I yeah. listen to that track and i'm like oh my god i'm just letting it all go right here would you listen to it like after a breakup or some something no god <laughs> i feel like i would listen to a joe budden track just, just that's the same thing just not you <laughs> just not me just <laughs> <laughs> nah um but just like thinking about patterns like it allowed me to recognize my own destructive patterns it is that i was having just relationships with just just multiple women not never never at like at the same time it was just like you better than me because that was not the case for me i'm married i'm just honest ring on finger yeah now we hear uh have i had a podcast yeah i've done a couple podcasts since i got married we talked about that i'm sure go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't that's it but <laughs> yeah but yeah no you better than me so it was always a point where i've always found myself in a relationship like mm-hmm. one after another like there was no point at this point in my life like i'm single like okay and it's like it's weird and it's like i want to dip back into old patterns so bad. You're like a, you're like what my wife would call a serial monogamist my there, there was a woman who called me a serial dater yeah and I was just like, yeah, that's crazy. That hurts. But you are absolutely right. A ser- what did you call a serial monogamous? Uh, yeah, like a, a serial monogamous. Like okay. Someone God. that's not going to bang multiple women at the same time, but going to have one for a while. And then the mm. next one, not too shortly after. Yeah. 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 But that, was, that was me once upon a time, too, I think. <laughs> That's the only reason I, I know we have these conversations. But Before we grew up. <laughs> yeah, not facts. <laughs> oh. Wow, I'm still childish. It's all okay. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, cut off y'all patterns, y'all. Make sure y'all cut off your patterns yeah. and, and recognize them before you just stay in an endless loop of debauchery. <laughs> So, uh, if not an album this year, maybe like a, a feature. Like if anybody uh, wants single. to be featured, absolutely. Yeah, that's also true. No, um, I have like songs that are just waiting, mm-hmm. and are just just waiting for me to like re-record. I have conceptual uh, videos. There's this one that I like. I'll, I'll I'll show you like a little bit later. Okay. That I was like working on, um, and I have I have all of these ideas, and I would like to set aside time for myself to really look at these ideas and see what should take like the forefront of it all mm-hmm. and is there a strategy do i care for a strategy i think that was one of the things about myself of like what is this idea of strategy that i have to have that was always the marketing mm-hmm. always killed me because it was just like yeah. it was 
it's it was, not easy it's either. not it is easy. it was it was annoying it was so much to learn i didn't care to learn i just like yo, i just want to put the art out and yeah. hopefully it resonates and if not then that's okay because mm-hmm. like i'm not looking to be kendrick i'm not looking to be absolutely it would be f- super duper phenomenal mm-hmm. but i'm coming to this point where it's like this isn't the only aspect of me that i would want mm-hmm. the world to know this is just uh just this is just a piece of my own puzzle that that I would care to show. Yeah. I want to show y'all so much more, and whether it be through events, whether it be through photography, whether it be through mm-hmm. poetry, whether it would just be through workshops, whatever it may be. Yeah. So, I think I'm just getting to a point where like I'm okay with just letting the art be what it is, and mm-hmm. not feel so like gung ho and hell bent over what happens if it doesn't click. Mm-hmm. and get discouraged because there were certain points like two three points where i just got discouraged it was like nobody's mm-hmm. listening nobody's caring i'm gonna just stop yeah and i think that is what sometimes took me away from music because i i listened so much to what people were not listening to mm-hmm. so it is so it thwarted me off from it and now yeah. i'm coming into a space where it's like i'm really doing this for myself yeah for me to express that's crazy so like while you say like uh, like uh, in the marketing like mm-hmm. while you say like I don't want to like I don't like it's so much to learn it's so much you have to generally gen genuinely put energy towards and like it, do you still have that that mindset like with your events and the other things you do too because like those require marketing too and you still do it successfully too those were those were more fun because i think the mm-hmm. events that as i was throwing i'm able to really connect and mm-hmm. I, it's and people are really able to take something away from the events as well too yeah um rather than just you just listen to a song and just like okay i listen to a song great yeah. you listen to an album once and it's like great but i feel like it was these the curation of events where it was something very very like experiential and like mm-hmm. this is how you be immersed inside of something i feel that that's and, that's always always felt about like my own events that mm-hmm. i'm trying to throw you know like i'm not trying to throw i'm throwing that you throw them but um yeah like i i want i'm not trying to sell you anything i'm yeah. trying to give you an experience like, yeah i care that i yeah. care about that like if you like if way i've always looked at it if i can break even i can do it again yeah and Mm, it's real. If they got a good night out of it and I got nothing, that's fine. Yeah. Like, essentially, you threw the event for folks to yeah, enjoy themselves. Yeah. It wasn't for me or my pockets. I mean, maybe like. It would be great to have money in the pockets that from it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I can truly say I I made a profit in both events. Nice. So so I can't like complain about that. But if I didn't, fuck it. Mm-hmm. It comes back somehow, yeah. somewhere. So like, do you? Um, so I missed out on colorful conversations. Oh, I was uh, I was at my boy's bachelor party in New Ooh. Orleans. Uh, Ooh, so that that's was, it. Great time. Yeah, debauchery. And uh, colorful conversations landed in a March. So you know what time of year it was in mm-hmm. New Orleans. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I would have been. How was it, man? It was like the last thing that happened before the, before pandemic. the pandemic happened. Like the very yes. last thing. Literally, like next I was day, so the world disappointed that I didn't go because. <laughs> Like I'm looking at I'm at some bar in Bourbon Street, but I'm looking at my gram and I see like the you had the truck in the front. Yeah. Um you partner with Dante, truck. yeah. Yes. We're and struggling creatives. It looked really cool. So I was like, damn, that is something I was jealous. I ain't even gonna lie. That is something <laughs> I wish I thought of. Like Yeah. Like how did how did 
tell, tell me about the event. I missed it. So, um, it was a night that was just designed for conversations to take part because mm-hmm. there was this aspect that I've always went to events and always felt like, damn, it'd be great to walk away with something as well too. Just like mm-hmm. some type of thought rather than just like, because sometimes you don't get the opportunity to have conversations. You just mm-hmm. you go, you look at the people, you go look at the art and then you just leave or you, yeah. and you network and that's really about it. So I wanted this to be something that you hopefully took home with you some type of intangible that could have turned into a tangible from just the conversations we had that was on like self-sustainability and group economics and mm-hmm. relationships and creativity and wellness and, and wellness and self-care. So I'm like, these are things that I like like to talk about with wh- whoever. So mm-hmm. why not create a space to do such? Mm-hmm. So the art, the art in a sense paid play like the side like play like the appetizer in this point where mm-hmm. it was just like engaging like i had karma there i had uh my friend mariah sky who's a poet mm-hmm. um and i had oh my god forgive me if i'm forget i'm forgetting exactly who who was also on it as well too it's been I mean, a minute. It was oh and i had <laughs> and, I, and i had tanya spice as well too okay who, who was a singer she uh she was a singer she was a guitarist as well too um and yeah yo she's dope yeah like so she came to feels like r&b maybe like it was like three weeks in between the events i'm pretty sure oh, somewhere wow. around there um and I remember, like, just sitting in the audience watching somebody perform, and she was just singing, like, on the side. And I'm like, yo, she got a voice, yo. Yeah. And, like, she looked at me like, like, don't tell nobody that. I'm like, be cool. <laughs> but um, but then, like, I found out, like, so, like, she, she performed your show, and yeah. then I found out, like, she DJs during the pandemic. Oh, wow. I didn't and know that. Like, That's pretty damn dope. Like she was on IG Live, like so I was like, all right, let me check her out, and she was just playing her acoustic and, and going. I was oh, wow. like, yo, she's dope, man. Yeah. So I could only imagine she she had to be fire live. Yeah, she was she was really great, really great, like just way to kind of like start. I think she started off tonight, and it was yeah. a really great way to just have that start. Um, and then I had two of my friends, Roshina Richards, who's an artist, who was displaying some of her art as well as my home girl, uh, Vic. Um, nice. They were both kind of just had di- like a display, like yeah. just ha- so it had the aspect of everything that I love from art to music. Mm-hmm. But at the meat and potatoes of it all, it was the conversations. And I had different moderators who were having these conversations and asking questions. So I like mm-hmm. wrote up questions for people to ask and like gave people notebooks and like sticky yeah. notes in order to t- kind of like take things away. Um, and it, and it turned out it, it was it was an amazing time. And then also nice. during like the intermission. I had the the truck as well, kind of like play the part as well, yeah. like play another like tap of a of engagement rather yeah. than having people on their phones. So it was just like had Dante come through with the for struggling creative truck, like yo get these dope pictures so you can also take something as well yeah. with you home as well. So um, that's, that's amazing, man. It was a it, it was a dope time, and it was just it was just simplicity of just asking questions and yeah, but like it had all these nuances of a bunch of different types of mediums of art like yeah like you said like the singing the poetry the like visual artists that you had there and then photography on the back end with the truck there that's yeah that's crazy like for visual learners like myself to have all of these different mediums speaking to me at the same time that's Mm -hmm. that's crazy yeah man i wish i went i mean i had a great time in nola but but i wish i went to that that's that's dope there, there will be a colorful conversations too, or another 
idea that I've been like ruminating on for like the past chicane days of just I've always had it on my vision board of like I want to do this type of event and I think this is the year I start to like really plan on what that is and what it looks like and what it and what it takes to to throw that do you think the same venue works for you (sighs) um it can but I also want to look into other options as well too Yeah. yeah yeah nah like don't throw all your eggs in one bucket yeah like I love supporting uh, above our studios because it's black owned. Yeah, like, nah, thanks. And that's, I like that's why I called them in the first place. Yeah, I was like, I I want to rent a place and I want to give my money to black people. Yeah, so he was like, I'm black, bro. Yeah, that ass. <laughs> Shout out to Doc uh, to Tox, but <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's other like spaces that I like know of the area that I think would also like work for something. Yeah, because so. you like I said, you have so many things happening at once. And yeah. Like that's that's really cool. Um, when 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 you thinking? Wait, so we in the winter right now. Mm-hmm. I am aiming for like a good spring summer. Okay. I'm aiming for like the quarter two type of situations. I would think nice. is that quarter two. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, spring. Yeah. And that like April, May, mm-hmm. June, March, whatever. Like in that, I right. think would be like a great time. People are weather's breaking don't have to worry about so much when it comes to like snow xyz so yeah yeah that's scary business throwing a show and like is it gonna snow yeah i gotta stop throwing shows in february man and i think (laughs) having that also having some type of like patio as well some type Mm. of like outside yeah portion as well too i think helps and like even open up the space yeah now that's dope because then you're not worried about trying to make it look like it's packed yeah no like people are everywhere yeah so yeah that's fire all right we'll look out for that in the spring that's mm-hmm. why we're not getting music but uh that's it. <laughs> different ideas maybe you'll get some music on that day okay well, okay uh so there's incentive to go whenever that is we yes. got the early first quarter scoop but yeah uh is there anything you want to leave us with um just continue to um, understand self, understand your ways, understand mm-hmm. things that um, add or deduce from your life and do your best in order to ramp those up or begin to take away those um, and be okay with checking yourself and having mm-hmm. yourself be checked by people it is that you do know and people that you may not do know as well because mm-hmm. I think it all adds to yourself. And I think that's where I've been at. Um, of just allowing myself to like kill this idea of who I am supposed to be and just allowing myself to just be who I am and understanding the beauty behind that. And from there, it's like, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into some type of like box that I feel like we all prescribe ourselves because we have to be this way or I have to be Sean Christ or you have to be Ramsey on the on, on the mic no matter mm-hmm. what like you could be so much yeah. and I think it's like looking at our potential and what God put inside of us for us to be that we can do so much more than just what we think that we have to do yeah. um we're layered and multifaceted we are literally yeah. onions and whatever is else is layered out and out, yeah. out 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 in the world but and allowing those layers to um, each have their moment because mm. I think that that shows the, the, the dynamics of, of an individual. All right, that's yeah. dope, man. 
All right, this is the Sean Crisis interview. Uh, your yeah. socials, uh, how, do, how do they find you? I uh, mean, it's also going to be in the description, but say it for them anyway. So on Instagram, on Twitter, on all your DSPs, Apple Music, Tidal, uh, Spotify, Sean Crisis, S-H-A-W-N, the only right way to spell it, Crisis, <laughs> C-R-Y-S-I-S. I, I, I will always throw that in there. Um, Every Sean does. Because, <laughs> first of all, all right, we're gonna go quick tangent. Yeah. Uh, if you look at like S E A N, like none of those none of those letters combine and to make it like Kane is spelled like that. Kane is spelled like that. You Shane, Shun, like Shane, <laughs> Shane. You, you don't see it, right? It's like Arkansas and Kansas. It's like yeah. what's the difference? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> and then you, there's the S H U N. There's the on, and the only on <laughs> the is, shun, the is shun. A W N, like an awning. Like there's that's the <laughs> on on. Like so it's phonetically, Sean. it makes sense. <laughs> phonetically, sure. it makes sense. But so you can find me that Sean Crisis on all your platforms. And then if you ever want to look at some beautiful photography and perspective, uh, sense of a flower, like sense, like you're smelling something. Sense mm. of a flower. Uh, and my thrifting business. Yeah, I was going to say there too. Uh, above average threads, threads with a Z. Above average threads for all your dope finds, all your it's a curated selection you, of vintage pieces. Fire stuff on there, man. Thank you, thank nah, you. Nah, like I, I'm, I like scroll through. I'm like, yeah, I'm bugging. I, I should scoop that. They for the low too. Some of most, yeah. like ninety percent of our thing is for the low. Like you be having like these dope starter jackets from mm-hmm. like like vintage stuff, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. 80, I'm, I'm gonna take something off that, your hands. That'd be like eighty dollars, and you go somewhere else, like two fifty. So nah, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big fact. Mm-hmm. But uh, all of that's also gonna be in the description below. You could click all of these links. Um, don't do that shit while you're driving. Please don't die. Listen to A side, B side. I feel terrible. But uh, nah. thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you for taking the time to press play. And uh, as always, I need you to feel this. Yeah, yeah.